You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Steady Picks Radio, Wake Up and Wager. Welcome into the show. It's uh, Tuesday, the 17th of August. Big win yesterday with the Atlanta Braves. If you listen into the show, uh, never a doubt on the Braves last night. Tom, Ricky, we're your hosts. Ricky, good morning. How we doing? Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Braves, easy winner. We move on. To today, a lot to get to. We've got tennis plays, Ricky. We've got tennis plays. Okay, okay. Sound the alarms. <laughs> tennis plays. I've got a baseball player two to share with you as well. Ricky, uh, right before we jumped on the show, said, "Boy, oh boy, there's a lot of things on this on this schedule for baseball today that really catch my eye." So big day of baseball. I don't usually I don't usually bet the MLB too heavy. You know, I'm usually a a one or two games type of guy. I got five games tapped out, Tom. I'm gonna need your help talking me in or out of these. Oh boy. I bet um two games. So I have two plays. I don't think we're going to line. We may line up on one of these, but um, I'm a little bit nervous to hear what you have, what you have. I've got tennis play. I got two tennis plays today that I really, really like, uh, which I will get to second half of the show. We'll get to that. And then uh, I've got a story to share that uh, I think is a good teachable moment, and we'll get to that as well. So thanks so much for listening. I love stories. Again, steadypicks.com. Completely free to sign up. Go sign up today. Best bets from myself, from Ricky, Big John, Donnie, everyone on the staff. The Steady Picks system plays, which are absolutely red hot yet again. Um, All of that, so much more. Completely free. There's literally no point if you like to bet on sports why you wouldn't sign up. So go ahead and do that. Ricky. Well said, Tom. Little baseball. What do you got? All right. You want me to just start ripping through these these babies? Now, yeah, before you before you start, though, I've got a couple of thoughts on baseball. 
I looked desperately yesterday for an, a couple different angles that I couldn't quite find, but I think it's worth noting anyway. I couldn't bet any any of these thoughts and ideas. But, Ricky, the, the remaining strength of schedule across the MLB right now is insane. Absolutely insane. Um, what I was looking for was to find a way to back the Houston Astros in some way, shape, or form to win the division over the Athletics. Reason being, again, strength of schedule is everything here. The Athletics have... And this is going by, to judge the strength of schedule, one of the metrics you can use is combine all the opposing teams' uh, you know, win percentage together. Just average it all out. Theirs is something around 550. So that would be like playing, I don't know, the, the, the Reds. Every game for the rest of the season. A team like the Reds. Gosh, I was just looking at Oakland's schedule, Tom. It is tough. I mean, it's it is like, very tough. And I was looking at the Phillies for the record. What a joke. If they don't win the division with that remaining schedule, I'm going to go ahead and put the pressure on them and throw that out there. Like yeah. that, that shit needs to be brought home with the teams that they're playing. Now was the reason that, I had even bet them at plus 700 was their strength of schedule was going to be so much easier and present such an opportunity to win the division pretty easily. Well, you're right. I, I see what you mean with the strength of schedule. That's kind of the only way you, you could forecast the remaining 50 games here. So Padres, again, have absolutely no chance of winning that division or making the playoffs in general, I think they're going to get steamrolled into oblivion the rest of the way. Their strength of schedule is so, so difficult. Right now they're playing the Rockies, uh, who they just lost to last night. Uh, Senza Taylor got it done. One of the plays we're on the fence about, but I'll let it go. Um, Padres have a really tough strength of schedule. The team that I was really looking to get behind was the Houston Astros because they have their strength of schedule is like 462 or something. It's like playing the Diamondbacks. Yeah, I, I was just looking at theirs. I don't know if it's quite that bad. But to you know what, comparable Tom, as the Diamondbacks. Some of these, some of these teams that like – the Rockies, for example, that might appear to be a relatively easy series. Well, if you're playing in Colorado, guess what? It's not that easy. They're a good home team. And there's certain spots for some of these teams that might be considered, you know, middle to below, uh, you know, the pack teams. But they're still, like, like you always say, Tom, it's baseball. And these teams can still win games. So... I feel like you can't look too far into uh, the strength of schedule. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? You have to. That's everything. So, but take take uh, 
who is it that just lost the Rockies? The Padres, you were Padres. just saying, for example. They, you know, like, would you say that that's a series they should take two or three games from? No question. Probably, but I said they had a really tough strength to schedule. The Padres do. The Padres have a very hard schedule remaining, which is why I don't believe they can make a push for the division or the playoffs or anything because their their schedule down the stretch is so hard. Yeah, I I would like to look at some of the teams in a, like the NL East. Um, some of the teams that have like three teams almost that could still be relatively in the mix because I think the Padres have fallen out, uh, like you said, in the NL West. Uh, but like the NL East, aside from the Phillies, do you know if the Braves and the Mets have, play a relatively easy schedule? I think they're right about average. Um, but the yeah, the Phillies have the easiest yeah, the Phillies' is cake is an absolute right. joke, but... That's why the bet there, I think, is really, really the Phillies. On that solely by itself alone. When you play so, a schedule like they're about to play, you, you just can't... You can't bet against it. And I think a better question, Tom, for what I was getting at and what I was trying to ask you is, are there some teams similar to the Rockies at home, you know, where maybe it's not as easy a spot as it looks is what I'm saying. Like, are there any, like the Mariners at home, that secret's out. The Mariners in general are a pretty good team, but like, I'm just trying to identify if there's any others like that, that, you know, might like maybe some teams to hop on bad teams toward the end of the season that could start carrying some good momentum toward the end of the year. Um, but I don't, I don't think I have my hand on some of these teams as well as you do to really pick them out. Yeah. I'm not so sure. It's really the, the story of the haves and the have nots right now in baseball. So the teams that aren't, you know, fighting for anything and don't have, have much of a chance, I think are dead in the water. Like you look across the league right now. There has been some wild things happening. Um, if you just take, for example, the Texas Rangers. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Texas Rangers. They are three and seven last ten. Losing a lot of games, right? They give up an absurd amount of runs in their last, I don't know, two weeks or so. 11 runs, five runs, four runs, five runs, six runs, five runs, eight runs. Those are some of their recent losses. They're a team that's given up a lot of hits. Teams like them... Uh, the Orioles are a similar story. They are just ice cold. 0-10 last 10. They've lost, I don't even know how many in a row at this point. And over I think this 11 or 12. <clears throat> yep, and over this losing streak, uh, they've given up 13, 10, 10, 12, 9, 9, 5, 6, 8, 16, 
six and nine. It's a lot of runs. That is a lot of runs. A lot of runs um, even up. Tom, another team, though, that because I was just looking through here, like a perfect example, kind of what I was saying, the freaking Diamondbacks are playing pretty good right now all of a sudden. They're, they're rolling a little bit, you know? Like some of these shitty teams tend to pick it up at the end of the year. And it's uh, – I actually – have some numbers for you, Tom, if we have a second to dig into something that I, you know, before the games that I think you might find interesting. Yeah. I pulled up some season to date MLB trends. Okay. This, this blows my mind. Um, I'll start with favorites this season, Tom, in general, favorites are winning 59.6% of the time dogs hitting 40.4% of the time. But, if you're an over-under guy, this is what's really wild. There's been 854 overs this season, Tom. There's been 842 unders. It's a 50.4% uh, split here. It's yeah, they're that pretty good. close. Now tell me, yeah, somebody... Somebody tweet at us or whatever and tell us that Vegas isn't very good at picking stuff. Easy to beat baseball. 854-842. It's damn near 50-50. Like, that's that's insane, Tom. And I, I bring this up again. Um, I was looking at just across the board, you know, like to give you an example, home favorites, 61%. Away favorites, 56%. Um it's interesting just to look at this stuff, Tom, and see just again, yeah, like you said, the the damn books are so accurate. It's it's, it's crazy. Although lately they have been struggling with, um, it, they're just getting killed with these favorites that just keep winning, these huge favorites that just continue to win against these bad teams that I was rattling off. So that kind of goes hand in hand with what I was just saying. Is you know. They've got people putting in four, five, six team parlays on all these heavy favorites, and they're winning because these dogs just cannot win. They can't win. I don't ever remember seeing teams frequently lose like 10 to 12 games in a row. <laughs> like we've seen this year multiple times with a variety of teams. You're right. It's it's wild. And, yeah, you expect a little bit of this during like August, like just – the grind of baseball, middle of the summer kind of thing, but not like this. Does the the dogs and favorites percentages like jump out to you at all with a forty point four percent with the dogs? Is that surprising to you? Yeah, that's low. Historically, that's low. Should sit around forty six ish. Is where Shit. that historically. So that's really low yeah. for this at this time of the year. Maybe um, it's more like forty five, but it's mid forties. It's not low forties. Hmm. Just wanted to get a quick take on that for you because I've been trying to dive into these these season numbers a little bit more. Yeah, it's uh, it's something else. Baseball is pretty wild uh, this year, but nonetheless, we've got a few plays, Ricky. Let's take a quick break. We'll get to. Uh, We'll go through a couple plays here. And then we got tennis picks. 
Don't forget about the tennis picks. <laughs> Steady Picks Radio. <laughs> Wake up and wager. We'll be back in a minute. Are you trying to get a winning edge in sports betting? Look no further than SteadyPicks.com and Steady Picks Radio. Our team at Steady Picks provides data, analysis, and insights to help you become a better sports better. Best of all, Steady Picks is 100% free. A Steady Picks membership gives you access to all of the Steady Picks system bets, our expert hosts' best bets, and our special guest picks. Head over to our website, www.steadypicks.com, sign up for free, and start winning. Steady Picks Radio, welcome back into the show. Wake up and wager. That's where you're at this morning. Uh, really, really good show. Good discussion there. Just recapping baseball a little bit, just in general. Division uh, races, strength of schedule, how these teams have been performing. It's it's all pretty crazy. Now, Ricky, give me... Your baseball plays for today Or give me the five games That you had your eye on here Alright So I'm going to start you off Tom In the the Blue Jays and the Nationals game The Blue Jays caught my eye here A couple reasons I really like their starting pitcher Alex uh, Minot I don't know how to pronounce his last name But he's been really good this season They've won 8 of the 11 games That he started Um Blue Jays, as you know, they hit the ball. They win by more than a run. So I even considered going like minus one or minus one and a half here. But I uh, wanted to get your thoughts, Tom. Yeah, I mean, a minus 210 at this point, 208, 205, somewhere in that ballpark. I can't lay that on a – it's just tough to lay on a road team. But again, the Nationals fall into that category of teams that have just been horrendously bad. Uh, they are so one bad. and nine in their last ten. Again, in those games that they've lost, I mean, you should see these scores: nine runs, seven runs, eight runs, five runs. They lost runs. seven in a row. They they're bad. Four, five, yeah. twelve. Like it's just ridiculous. The amount of runs these teams are giving up. So, it's a big number for the Blue Jays, who I don't love. Yeah, you know what? Seeing the minus one and a half at at minus 130 is kind of pushing me the the wrong way here. I'm going to stay off this one, Tom. I, I do like the Blue Jays, but I don't like the price, so... This is what you're here for to kind of sway me one way or the other. All right, give me the next one, especially on a road team like that. Yeah, it's a tough number to to lay. Next one. And keep in mind here, Tom, we're doing this because I'm really close to my 10-unit mark, and I'm trying to be – I'm trying to get there and be done with baseball, and tonight's the night. Mm -hmm. So you got some pressure. But next one, (laughs) Braves as a road favorite again against the Marlins. Um, 
They got Yano on the mound, who's been pretty good. However, Alcantara is pitching for the Marlins, which scares me a little bit. But uh, I'm leaning Braves here. Um, this one caught my eye for a while as well. Um, so I, I did. I was tempted by this. Alcantara is pretty good, but he hasn't been that good as of late. So I do like this play. It's not one of my plays. Uh, but I do I do like it. Hmm. How's how's you know on the advanced pitching metrics, the Braves guy? Is he decent? Let's take a look. I, I feel like I'm blindly riding the Braves at this point, and it scares me because it's been working. They've been winning. So he has eight games started this season, so not um... – you know, he only came back. I think this might be his first start back since May. Ooh. I thought he pitched la- uh, last week. I thought last week was his first time back, but maybe he uh, got scratched or something. Either way, you're right now. He hasn't pitched in a few months. Likely why you see such a a, a low number for the Braves. Oh, he hasn't pitched since May. You're right. Can't back him, Tom. Can't do Just it. Just going to move to the next one. Can't do it. It's a no play. Next one. Detroit Tigers at home against the Angels. Uh, I like the Tigers with Casey Mizzy or Mize, whatever he is, mm-hmm. on the mound. He's been – I've been backing this guy, uh, this pitcher for the Tigers, Tom, a lot this season. He's come through a lot for me. Do you like this game? Tigers at home. Can you believe it or not? I actually didn't. I stayed away from this. What? I know. I know. Reason being is I don't think, you know, the Angels have their issues, but for the Tigers to be favorites very often is is tough. Casey Mize is an interesting case because when you look at his advanced numbers, they're actually pretty, like, they're not that good. They're really not that good. His this is stuff the guy is who good. Was the number one overall pick, right? Yeah. Yep. Like his advanced stats are not impressive. They're fine, I guess, but they're not impressive. For me, this play was about fading Dylan Bundy too, who sucks. No offense to him, but the numbers are bad, Tom. Uh, but that's the thing about Bundy. When I look at Bundy. And this is why I didn't take this, is when I look at Bundy, all I see is he's due for some positive games. Because his expected ERA, his whip, everything else, his XFIP, is showing a sign of a few good outings here. Yeah, he he threw a... A really good game against the Rangers a couple weeks ago. He got he got whacked around by the Blue Jays in his last start, but he's not actually he hasn't been quite as bad as I thought. What I what stood out to me was the two and nine record with the six er six point one seven ERA. But uh, you're right, like looking in a little deeper, it's not quite as bad as looks like he's just had a, a couple really bad innings that have. Mm-hmm. made those numbers look bad. 
4.7 expected ERA, 21% strikeout rate. That's fine. 40% hard hit rate. That's fine. Like, he's just fine. You don't love it, though. But I don't love it. I don't love it. The Angels can still win on any uh, given night. And I just, the Tigers have so much value and had so much value because they were being an underdog when they shouldn't have been. And now that they're a favorite, I think the the value's kind of gone. All right. You know what? Bag it. I'm not going to play it. Don't love it. Okay. Next game, Tom. Mm-hmm. The Milwaukee Brewers I knew you on were the road. Pick this game. Yeah, this one you know I'm all over. Corbin Corbin Burns. A relatively reasonable price on Corbin Burns. What do you think? Which really doesn't make any sense as to why it's this price this reasonably. Adam Wainwright's pretty good at home. Maybe that has something to do with it, but I don't know. Cardinals are eight and two in their last ten. Brewers seven and three. When I looked at the pitching numbers for this, and I'll pull this back up. For Adam Wainwright. I don't remember I wasn't super impressed, but you know, these these road f- favorites that are pretty big like this, it's just tough for me to, because every bone in my body just goes against, like that's a a total no-no. Adam Wainwright, 3.9 expected ERA. Uh, We probably have him, let's see, 70th percentile, so pretty darn good is what I have him at. The Brewers just don't win when I bet on them. Especially Cor I swear I've bet only Corbin Burns losses. I Well for uh, a while him you know, just betting him period wasn't very profitable. Then he went on a run where he started winning like every start for like four or five, six starts and but he's still not profitable, Tom. I mean his numbers are just absurd. The advanced numbers. I mean, he is he is the second best pitcher in the league on my my numbers. That's not everything. Do we feel comfortable laying one one fifty three? You know, I wonder what the first five is. It's probably a, a terrible price. You're probably paying up for that, but I would be interested to see what the first five is. Uh, minus one eighty five. I want to see Wainwright splits real quick because I have a feeling, historically, this guy's been around for like 30 years, yeah, it feels like. 39 years old. But let's just look at his home away splits real quick. Oh, my gosh, Tom. It's pretty. He's got a uh, he's got an ERA in the twos at home. It's in the fours on the road. And his uh, opposing batting average is actually not that different. So he is better at home, though. Um, what I was going to say, maybe a way to play this, Ricky, that I'm looking at here, that I'm eyeballing up, is the, I know three and a half for the first five, that total is is horrifyingly low. But I could be tempted by an under three and a half first five bet. 
I don't I don't bet totals. I haven't bet one all season, Tom. So I won't be starting today, but I, I hear you with that. I like that play a lot. You don't gotta pick a the side. Other. You get minus one fifteen, yeah, under three and a half. Wainwright's good at home, you just said. His numbers are good altogether. Corbin Burns obviously is gonna you're expecting a great performance. Probably not gonna give up any runs in the first five, so You know what, Tom? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Brewers just to win the game because I I really like their bullpen. They're one of the teams that I see benefit in never taking a first five with because they have so much strength in that bullpen. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it at this. Just make sure I can lock in a good number here. Are you gonna go with that under three and a half? I'm not, but that's how I would play this. Because Ricky, you gotta be you gotta be you gotta look at these things a little bit differently. I'm doing well at baseball, Tom, especially for me. This is one of my best seasons, believe it or not, uh, to be – got to pull up my records. But that's what I'm, I'm afraid to go away from what's been working. Ah, so if I bet, never start be afraid. totals – Never be afraid. You got to see – that's the – one of the most interesting things about bet is people say things work and things – we got to keep doing the same thing, right? Which there's an element of that that is true for sure. But the only way you're ever going to keep moving up, I think, is looking at things just a little bit different. You got to look at things on a contrarian side of of the world. And if you like the Brewers, Brewers I it do. is. Lock it in. I, I blocked it in. I just put a 155. I got a 155 on Bet Rivers, which is becoming a, a good app um, for me. I, I enjoy just like navigating the Bet Rivers app um, on the on the computer specifically. They have like a really good desktop layout. Um, but uh, I locked it in at 155 for one unit. I'm going to take the boy Corbin Burns and see if he can bring me a win. All right, very good. And I'll give you my two plays for baseball quickly here. And then uh, we got tennis plays. Don't forget the tennis plays. We got I could never. Uh, the two games that I picked today um, in the story that I have for you as well is I actually like the Yankees today. Uh, they have a doubleheader. And I think one of the most important lessons that somebody who maybe bets a lot or bets every day, something that you can teach them is, and I'll teach you today, is to slow down a little bit. Because when you start clicking through and rattling off numbers and click, 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 I got to see this, I got to see that. Okay, I want to bet the Yankees. I know I want to bet the first game, like with, I want to bet the game that, um, that Jordan Montgomery starting, okay, click, 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 and I messed it up. Bet the second game. Instead oh, of the we've first all game. been there. We've all been there. So I think it's a teachable moment that slow down a little bit and uh, really review what you're doing before you place a bet. I know it sounds stupid, and I feel stupid for doing that, but it happens a lot. It happens to everybody. And uh, if you just... 
take a few seconds before you click, 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 place bet. Just take a moment to review it. That's why it goes into your bet slip and you have to like confirm it again. So learn from my mistakes. Anyway, I was looking for the Yankees on the first game with Jordan Montgomery. The one o'clock game. So that's going to be my play. Jordan Montgomery, very, very good. Hawk is not, um, his numbers aren't great. We're comfortable fading him at a plus 125 price. Uh, divisional dog, the Yankees always play the Red Sox pretty well. And I think, believe it or not, the just in general, the Yankees are getting a little bit undervalued just because they've not had the season that, that people expected them to have. So I think there's a little bit of opportunity for them to win a little bit. So plus 125 on the Yankees. That's the 1 o'clock game. Plus 125. Are you um, I'm looking? Oh, yeah. Sorry. The, the line wasn't posted on uh, the one I was looking at, but I just saw it on BetMGM. Yeah. Plus 125 is the number there. Second game. That's a 105 start. Too. Yes, 1 o'clock start with Jordan Montgomery. Plus 125. Right. And, of game course, two, I have a got? ticket I have a ticket on game two with uh, Gil against Evolve. <laughs> um, so we'll be riding that. But the, the, the real play I was trying to get is 1 o'clock game. Maybe you'll get lucky. Never. <laughs> uh, game number two that I have. Uh, is the Philadelphia Phillies minus 120 against the Diamondbacks. I think this is a really short price. This price just leans heavily into the idea that the Diamondbacks are somehow good at home or good at all, and they're really not. So great spot to take the Phillies with Gibson. Numbers are strong, strong enough, I should say. I have him about 58th percentile, 3.85 expected ERA, 37% hard hit rate. He's right. He's just good, just solid, Kyle Gibson. Uh, On the other side, for the um, Diamondbacks, Caleb Smith, actually pretty, pretty solid, but not good enough to warrant being an even money dog at home against uh, the Philadelphia Phillies who are going to keep rolling here in the heat of a divisional race. They're just going to put the Diamondbacks in the dust. So minus 120 on the Phillies is what I got there. I like this pick a lot, Tom. I'm going to jump on this with you for a unit. My only concern is... What I mentioned earlier in the show when you laughed at me about the schedule, and I'm telling you, the Diamondbacks are playing good baseball right now. They're not a walkover. They're not a rollover team, and this line reassures that to me, that the books have taken notice. So I agree. I think that the price is right, and this probably throughout the day when it gets released because it's only showing available on a couple different books right now. 
Uh, but I think we got to go ahead and lock this in, right? Kyle Gibson's pretty good. You feel good about him? Yeah. Yep, he's fine. Um, right. I don't know why you think the Diamondbacks are any good, Ricky. I'm not sure. I don't think they're good. I don't think they're quite as bad as they're priced on a game-to-game basis. Like, Tom, they're usually a plus 190, plus 230 on a night-to-night basis mm-hmm. against almost anybody, you know. And over the last few days, you've seen it come down a bit. Like, right now, they're they're plus 100. Um so it's not me. Like, look, look at what the books are telling you, that this is going to be a close game. This is an even matchup is what they're saying right now by this number. So and what the problem know. is, actually, is I'm seeing two different listed pitchers for the Diamondbacks. So I would say if you can bet this minus 120 on the Phillies, I think you should absolutely do it now because I think this line's going to sky, like, tumble down. When they, because I had Caleb Smith listed on one, but I have Kelly listed on the other. I think Kelly's hurt. Merrill Kelly is, uh, was out on COVID. So I believe it's going to be Caleb Smith at maybe at the number that's posted here. But Merrill Kelly is oh, dealing good with, catch, out with COVID. I'm seeing the same thing. Yeah. So who do we want, who do we want it to be in an ideal situation? Is there one that's probably Kelly? Uh, I don't know. They're both. We like the fills either way. You're saying, yeah, We're, we want the fills, and either way, this line could get out of control. Philly's direction, so I think we're going to get a good number. All right, I'm locking it in right now at the 120. And to wrap us up, Ricky, for the show, this has been a good show. To wrap us up, I got tennis plays. I've got tennis plays. Real quick, Tom, real quick, if we have one one extra minute. Yep. There's one more game I just need your help on. I want to back the Mets tonight at plus 145. Nope. nope. Don't do it. Nope. All right. We'll Giants. leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Giants were a borderline play for me at minus 160, and I um, I would have been all over this at minus like 145 where it opened. Um, John, Webb is really, really good. Stroman's old and bad. Fair enough. Hit me with the tennis plays. But I do like you looking for the dog. I appreciate that. Yeah, I was looking for a third pick. I don't really like picking two games because you got to win them both to make a profit. So I like having a third to swing in there, but I'll find it later. I'll, I'll throw it on steady picks. We head over to tennis, and we're just focusing on the women's side today. Um, I've got two plays that I took, and I thought I was going to find a lot more value today with some of the some of the ladies playing, but I really didn't as much as I thought I would. But these two games, I think there's a lot of value on these. Uh, the first one being Jessica Pagula, who we bet a few times uh, last week. In Canada. Now they're in Cincinnati. Jessica Pagula's numbers on the hard court are really, really impressive. You look at the last six months on the hard court, and it's as good as it gets. Um, Jessica Pagula, Jesse Pagula, plus 100. Sounds like a good price uh, to go ahead and take this. So that is my first play. Pagula, plus 100 to win. Her match. 
Full unit? Full unit. We only bet full units around here. I don't. I love half unit plays, but I, my units might be like, you know, it it's all depends on what your unit is and how comfortable you are with it. No unit shaming here, Tom. This is a safe zone. <laughs> oh, you almost caught me. What else you got? So, and even Pagula now, I should mention this. I wanted to look at this. I bet this yesterday. Jesse Pagula is minus 115 at this point. Come back minus 110. Now, she is playing Gorgie. Georgie, I believe is the correct, correct pronunciation. She, um... She actually beat Pagula in Canada last week. So something to keep an eye on, but Pagula's minus 115, I still recommend. I would still say fire away at minus 115. The second game I have here, Ricky, is, uh, let's see, do-do-do, I find it. Victoria Azarenka against uh, Samsonova is the play. Azarenka is minus 165. If I look at her um, hard court numbers, she's actually uh, top five on my numbers. Um, right below, you know, Ash Barty, Osaka, Halep, Iga Swatek. Pretty much right below that core group. Uh, so Azarenka sits pretty darn high up on that on that list. Uh, Samsonova honestly doesn't really sit very high on this list, and I think Azarenka is going to be able to just uh, take care of business here. I'm trying to find refresh myself what Samsonova's numbers are. Yeah, so she's. Far, far worse than uh, Azarenko on the hard court. Um, and even the recent six-month numbers as well. So those are the two plays that I found some value on. Uh, I thought it was going to be profitable to fade Paula Bedosa. But she's priced pretty pretty poorly, so it didn't make sense. But uh, Azarenka, minus 165. And then... Uh, <clears throat> The first play, Jesse Pagula, plus 110 on my side, minus 115. I still like it. How about I'll tell you that? what, Tom. Just so you know, starting today with these first two picks, your tennis plays are officially going to be tracked and locked into your, your records card. So Beautiful. Just know from here on out, people are, we're going to know whether you're winning or losing now. And I'll share with you my, um, how I've done over the last, uh, this is probably two months of plays that I've taken. Um, women's tennis, a minus 1.3 units. I'm 8 and 11 for minus 1.3. And on the men's side, I'm 2 and 4 with minus 1.3. Six nine, so about minus three units altogether. Over since uh, that's probably the beginning of June when I started keeping these. Um, so I, I consider that a small win for myself. 
Yeah, two losing records, but it's a no. I'm kidding. And Tom, <laughs> I just want to go on record and say honestly, like that's one of the things that I respect so much about you, and I know the Steady Picks members love you for that. Is just your your blatant honesty and just saying it how it is. So you're down a unit in both sides, but you're grinding. You're grinding. Yeah, it's and, 25 plays down three. That's 25 plays total. Uh, since probably right at the beginning of June, and I'm down three units, about one and a half on each side. I will take that as a as a win, as I uh, figure this out a little more. And you can kind of look at it like you've laid the groundwork for right now. As long as you're profitable from here on out, people are going to be happy with you. And we're going to do our best. Going to do our best. Not claiming to be the uh, the. End all be all for for tennis, but I think it's just so important to like I lose. You know what I mean? Like I think it's such a taboo thing for people to, you know, on the radio or or elsewhere to talk about it. That, uh, you know, we lose, I lose, you lose, we all lose, we all lose. You just got to win a little bit, but more. we win more than we lose, <laughs> and that's the name of the game. But now you're right, Tom. You're right. Steady Picks Radio. This is a good show. Thank you so much for uh, joining us here. Time to wrap it up. Get in the eyeballs. Uh, good luck today. Good luck with those tennis plays. They're uh, different matches on all day. So let's see what we can do. Let's go. You're here to spin it like a box.